on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin One pound to put in Mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as sure as yabbies bite your toes This boyhood story had to end Seven minutes after four. Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to your Sunday and the High Tide program. I'm not reading the weather today. I'm on strike after yesterday. We're telling you 30 knots off the coast. It just didn't materialise, but we know who to blame for that. Matt from Salamander Bait and Tackle. He he jinxed the whole lot. Today, the forecast says this. <laughs> not me, but the forecast says this. 17 for Sydney. We're heading for a top of 22 up in Brisbane. For Sydney, Pitwater and Botany Bay, the forecast says southwesterly to about 10 knots, tending southerly. It's 15 to 20 knots in the middle of the day. Seas below 0.5. For offshore, uh, for Sunday, southerly, 15 to 20 knots should be the wind. Seas around 1 metre, increasing to 1 to 1.5. Meters during the morning, the first swell will be southerly 1.5 to 2, decreasing to 1 to 1.5 during the morning, then tending southerly uh, to around about one meter by the evening. The second swell, southeasterly 1.5, increasing to 1.5 to 2. There is a 90% chance of rain. Good morning, Kieran Riki. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. I, I was a little bit worried a bit earlier on, just before about? the news. I thought Tony Vidray was going to ask me to invite him to a nudist beach. I was very worried about that. But he did ask a question, and it, he, he was a bit unsure about the white point. Is you've got a suggestion for him? Yes, I do. Um, saying really, generally speaking, most people at the races use 50, uh, 20 by 50s. I think he needs a bigger telescope than that to identify them. You know, what the, it's the bits that are going to stick up out of the water that you've got to be able to identify, Tony. Uh, so um, just have a look at that. You'll work it out from there, I think. The tides for today, is it? The tides today, low tide will be at 5.44 a.m. Yeah, this morning. It'll be half a metre here at Fort Denison in Sydney Harbour. 11.56 will be 1.35 for a high. Another low at 17.33.69 of a metre. And then right on near midnight, 23.45 will be a high of only 1.54 of a metre. Don't forget, Mr Blake will join us around about 5 o'clock this morning as he uh, returns from his bed of illness. Or as uh, He was the one boasting... Only the week before, if you remember, yeah. about nobody seems to die of COVID anymore. Everybody seems to be dying back of the flu again. And uh, here he is, one week later, he's got the COVID. <laughs> so, you think there's karma there, a, do you? There's a story there. A karma. Okay. Is it a karma? Talk about a karma. You, you and your yachts, I've seen a 
in the magazine. There is a beautiful two, yacht in the afloat magazine. Against all odds is a. This is in a magazine called Afloat. There's a little story in there about a, a guy who likes the water and he also likes flying. So he's got himself a seaplane. That'll be that Biggles. That remind me of Biggles. And then back before there, there's another one, the Ewan Kelly, which is a Cloudy Bay 30 yacht. Beautiful, made out of Ewan pine. Magnificent vessel. I thought this should be you. Then you said to me, it's just not quite big enough for you. No, I didn't say it wasn't quite big enough. I said the price tag was a little bit too big for me, 198000 well, that yeah, That's what's is too it, large oh, with it. Oh, right. And is that a pay indication? It could be a pay indication, yes. But with a boat like that, you really grab uh, the varnish and you start at the bow and you work your way to the stern and then you go back to the bow and keep going. That's right. But I'll tell you what. And there's no breeze. And you're sitting there doing nothing, out comes the brush and the Yeah, varnish. yeah, yeah. But that's not, it's quite therapeutic doing that. I actually enjoy that doing that sort of stuff. The tinkering, the big projects I don't love so much, uh, but the small projects, they're, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, Just, things that don't take a lifetime to do. And you've always got to pray. If you own a sailboat, anyone who owns a sailboat will relate. If you've got a sailboat, you have a project to do. Mm. Every time you step on that boat, there's something else to do. But that's the fun of it. Well, see our, our old man on the sand, Bobby Paxton, yeah. when he was with us, that's what he used to do down at the Royal Motor Yacht Club and down at the RPA, because he lived down there at Newport. Yeah. Uh, he'd do the maintenance, all the varnishing work on boats and that. Oh, well, that's interesting. Stephen King, who we had that solo sailor, he's working at the same place doing the same thing now. Is he? Mm. Well, there you go. It's a good mm. job. Well, there you are. You do an apprenticeship there. <laughs> in, the, in your spare yes, time. Yes, I'd like to do an apprenticeship, please. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep you off. I can assure you the, how hard they work, uh, I right. will pass. Oh, it's, it's a matter of, look, in the boating industry, and this is why you need to go to the boat show, which is on on the 3rd to the 6th of August, folks. Take your kids along there. Children under 16 are free. Because if you go along and have a look at the various opportunities of work, of employment, of doing a trade oh, absolutely. in and around the boating industry. Yeah. You know, a- apart from being a, a maritime officer or a radio caller out of marine rescue, but boat building, being a painter all the dockside work that you can do. Why well, I started internal. my career, I did my apprenticeship as an auto electrician, and that was back in the days when cars with power windows and did electric... They cars in? Yes, they did. They did. That was when, back in the days when cars with power windows and power mirrors were just starting to come in. And I remember saying to my back my in boss 40s. in the day, who was a, was a, a genuine cocky, you know, one of the old-time... Um, uh, bush mechanics or bush auto electricians, if you'd like to, to say that. I said, what do you think about all this electronics that they're putting into cars? And he went, it's just guaranteeing our future, my friend. And when you look at boats now, now, you, you know, once upon a time you had a compass and if you were really lucky, you had a depth sounder. Now you've got chart plotters, you've got your nav lights, your LED nav lights, you've got solar, you've got all the battery. For a marine electrician, your job is just getting more... Electronic winches now for sailboats, you know. It's just getting more and more and more products that require maintenance coming onto a boat. Jump into that industry. It's a growth industry.
Yep. Uh, there's a lot to be said for that. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I remember... And if you uh, don't think you can when, make money... When, when the automatic windows came in, and I'm talking about they came along in the in the late, late 40s, 49s, I think my father had a, a DeSoto or a big Ford Mercury or something like that. You know, as against the wind-up. Yeah. You know, they'll always break down. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then you've got to pull the whole door to pieces... Because it's usually the striker plate that's not touching, that's worn, it's got a bit of condensation in it or whatever. But they'll wind up. It's a, a gear situation. You just have to... But this is, this, is the the thing, this is the thing that gets my goat on social media about electronic cars, right? Anytime a car catches fire, right? Oh, look, here you go, Teslas, they're stuffing up the world and blah, 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 blah. What a load of absolute tripe. At the end of the day, if you go back to when Ford first built their, their Ford, it was banned in half the countries because the thing wouldn't stop. There is development process. With electronic windows, when they first came out, you were right, you slammed the door too hard and that was it. Your, your windows were, were buggered. They wouldn't go up and down. But they've become so much better now because evolution True. has taken its toll and now they're quite reliable. And the same will be with electric cars and electric boats and electric planes. They're all coming, people. You can run, you can hide, you can put your head under the pillow, but they're coming whether you like it or not. I pulled up yesterday at Eastburn to watch the soccer with young Ryan and I'm sitting there waiting for them to turn up and I was parked right alongside the parking of the Croquet Club. Oh, the, the Croquet Club. Croquet Club. Okay. So this lady, had, a Asian lady, backed into the, a special park spot there and out come this old deer with the camera, took a photo, I'll go put her into the council parking in their spot. Yeah. Yeah, some. I said, the lady's in the car. You can ask her to move. <laughs> you know. Oh, anyhow, the woman didn't know that she shouldn't park there. There's a sign up, but anyhow. Well, <coughs> I tried to hit your button and bit, hit the wrong yeah, button there. wrong button. A bit of an intro while I had a cough. Now, a stinger, I'll what call I'm, it. What I'm, what I'm, that, the ladies there that are in the croquet club, which gathered... And around the four of them talking to me, and they're all in their eighties. Yeah, right. And, or, and what they were talking about the cars, the cars are they, darling? They are so confusing. There's that many little extra things they put in them. We don't understand them. You, it takes too long to read about what's new in a car, <laughs> what's not, <laughs> which is in keeping to what you say, and and it's like that car downstairs. There's 520 pages to read about what what's in the car and what you you know what it all you, does. You're 100% right. I remember I was working for for Sutton's uh, back in the day when the VK Commodore first came out. And if you remember the headlights, which would go off, park lights on, and if you pulled it out, yeah. that'd switch on the interior light. The number of people that came in, mate, I can't switch off my interior light. Blah blah blah. Have you read your manual? Yeah, yeah. No, I read the manual. Click. Oh. <laughs> oh, is that how you do it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. Yeah. They're not. They're not. And I, to be honest with you, um, like 
my my partner's car, the the advice is don't drink the battery acid. Right? <laughs> really? Do you need to be told that? Do you really need to be advised of that? If they got rid of uh, half of the rubbish that didn't need to be in there, it would probably be a hell of a lot easier to read. read. And let's be honest, Kieran, we're males. What do we do as a last resort? Read the instructions. Do we? As a last resort. <laughs> Very last resort. <laughs> we'll take a break on High Tide. It is 18 minutes after four. When we come back, we're going to catch up with Brad Ekman from Lake Macquarie. Talking sport. So I managed to work out how to listen to you fellas when I was over, oh, over really? in Malaysia. So good to come back at three o'clock and listen to Tungsy's one-liners. Pappy pronouncing the names of all those boys that I couldn't even half get my tongue around. Graham explaining all the complicated rules in layman's terms. And then, of course, Robbo. <laughs> if Tigers don't win, he always takes his happy pills before he comes on. Weekdays from three. I'll be saying, what on earth? Is the world coming to an Aussie in charge of Tottenham Hotspur? And it's not any club. We are talking Tottenham, Tottenham. Hotspur. This is 2SM. So I got invited out to watch the State Origin. Mate, you wouldn't believe it. Now, I've been kicked out a few pubs in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this bloke shut the pub down at 9.30. As soon as the game was over, it kicked everybody out. Absolutely yeah. classic. Queensland are the, are the biggest certainties to ever go around oh, in a uh, football okay. game next game. The biggest certainties yeah. in Origin yeah. history. Biggest, biggest certainties to ever in... go around in a region. Wow. Talking Sport, weekdays from three. Something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura. The city vibe continues, but the outback's only moments away. Fresh produce is endless, the embers are hotter, and the night skies seem longer. Nature sings, kangaroos graze, and the sun glistens magically on the river. Photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends. So, when you're ready... Start your journey with us. Visit mildura.com.au If building a new home is on your radar, you should think about doing it the Powell Kid Homes way. For your peace of mind, Powell Steel Frame Homes are six-star energy efficient and can be upgraded to C2 Cyclone and Bushfire Flame Zone ratings. To find out how you can build your own home, the Powell Kit Homes way, you go to Powell, that's P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au, or you can phone Powell on 1-800-024-912. Got it? 1-800-024-912. Looking for innovative appliances designed with the environment in mind? Then look no further. For over 110 years, Whirlpool has been a leader in kitchen and laundry appliances. Using patented Sixth Sense technology, Whirlpool guarantees outstanding results while saving precious time and energy. Forgot to wash the kids' muddy sports gear in time for the weekend? With a Whirlpool washer and dryer, they'll be perfectly washed and dried just in time for kickoff. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au. Your flight centre, night centre, see the starry light centre, cruise centre, tour centre, are you insured centre? Stay young, have some fun, follow the sun, take the plunge, easy done centre. Island top, over the top, one stop shop, never stop. Your centre, our centre, flight centre, at the centre for 40 years. Flight centre. News, sports. Talk, 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. 
Welcome back to High Tide. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. A bit gusty is the forecast for the remainder of today. Let's find out how things have been going at Lake Macquarie because there's always good fishing spots up there. And when we do that, we catch up with Brad from Renegade Charters. G'day, Brad. How are you, bud? Good, thank you. Grant, how are you doing? Not too bad. Now, you had, before we get stuck into the fishing, you had a bit of an interesting week. Um, You went with a mate to bring a boat back from Port Macquarie down to Lake Macquarie. That would have been a fun run. Did you drop a line in? Yeah, yeah. We went out and had had a bit of a fish along the continental shelf and out deeper, chasing some yellowfin tuna on the way home. It was beautiful conditions and... Everything looked very, very promising, but the fish didn't play the game. The tuna, we, we had a good current line that was big difference, 18 and a half to 20 and a half degrees. It looked the goods, but we didn't catch any tuna. And and then we were sort of um, fishing along and we had a marlin and we had him on for a while, but it fell off. And then we seen another one as well. So, yeah, he had more marlin and tuna when we were chasing the tuna on on the trip. So nothing went into the fridge, but at least you had a bit of fun along the way. Yes, that's correct. Absolutely. It was a good day out and we brought the boat home. So that was the name of the game, but a fish would have been a bonus. That's for sure. Yeah. That's what it's all about when you're going offshore, isn't it? Particularly doing a a journey like that. It's all about you get there safe and the the goals have achieved and anything else you get is good bycatch. Speaking of bycatch, what can we catch in Lake Macquarie this weekend? Should we venture out? Uh, in the lake itself, it's been quite good again. There's a few tailor on the western side of the lake around Rathmines and Fishing Point. You've been getting them trolling with uh, deep diving minnows, rapala X-Raps and tail dancers and all that sort of thing. And also over to Wanji and down the south end of the lake around Poor Bar Island and all the bays and little areas around there, there's sort of been a lot of tailor. And there's been a lot of brim and squires still down that end of the lake. And around the bait schools, if you find the tailor, there's um, a few flathead and a few jewies kicking around if you're lucky enough to get one of them. But um, that's been quite good in the lake. And then in the Swansea Channel, along the rock walls, the blackfish, they've been quite strong. And also at um, Blacksmith's break wall, there's been a few salmon and tailor on the ocean side of the break wall as well for land-based fishermen. Oh, so you're getting salmon up there as well, but obviously not in the lake, but out on the beaches? Yes, yes. There's a few along the beaches. There's a couple in the lake, but not really a great deal. There's more off the the, um, the break wall in the beaches at the moment. You mentioned uh, the the tuna were a bit hard to find offshore. Is that pretty much the offshore report? Uh, like you've heard any any other reports coming in of people being able to, to hook up? Yeah, there's been a few other people that have been tuna fishing and they've caught them, but they're just very hit and miss. But we also went out and did a couple of charters just inshore along the headlands. We've been picking up quite a, you know, like a good catch of plate-sized snapper up to 40 centimetres every trip just along the inshore reefs. And the offshore reefs have had a few more bigger fish and a few kingfish, but a few of them have been undersized but there's also a few perch and pig fish and other mixed reef fish as well. So it hasn't been too bad out in the ocean fishing, that's for sure. What would you What would you be targeting this weekend for a quick, easy feed? What, what, where would you go and what would you target? Uh, if you're offshore, 
I just target the inshore reefs just for a couple of um nice um babies, you know, like medium sized snapper mm. in the lake. Uh, either fish Swansea Channel of an afternoon, evening for brim, or you can go down the bottom of the lake and chase a tailor and the bait schools for the flathead and brim and everything else that goes on there. And off the and off the shore, it'll be just Swansea Channel along the rock walls, just chasing Ludrick. How hard is it in winter? Like we've had a pretty cold week, right? The days have been nice, but the the, the mornings have been bitter, particularly towards the latter end of the week. How difficult is it for a charter boat operator to get up and get motivated to go to work? Oh, yeah. It takes a special kind there, I think, sometimes, that's for sure. <laughs> it's just, it's what you, you do what, you know, you're doing something that you love, so you sort of always got that bit of motivation, that's for sure. Yeah, trying to get a, a diesel heater on board. You you, you run diesel or you run, uh, you run uh, leaded, unleaded? Ah, uh, it's a diesel. I've got Cummins uh, diesel engines we'll in the get you a, We'll get you a diesel heater. We'll get you, I'm soft. I'm soft. I hate being cold. I know I rode a motorbike to work in the middle of winter, but, hey, I'm still soft. That's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't put the clears up until the sun comes up so I don't get the bruise in my face. Yeah, that's a smart play. If anyone's got their winter woolies and they want to go out with Renegade Charters, how do they go about it, Brad? Uh, just give us a call, 0437-389-097, or just send us a message on our Instagram or Facebook pages, and we'll get back to you straight away. Good on you, Brad. Thank you very much for your time. And if you are up that way, just a bit of notice to you, uh, the Blacksmith Boat Ramp will be closed on Wednesday, the 26th of July, uh, for restoration work. It's expected to reopen on Saturday, the 29th of July, if all goes according to plan. Uh, Alternative uh, launch facilities are at Swansea Boat Ramp, which is uh, in Thomas Murphy Reserve, and the Pelican Boat Ramp in Lakeview Parade as well. So they're the two. And of course, uh, they did have the, uh, the the main Swansea one shut down what, at the beginning of the year, was it the beginning of last year or something like that? And that's been uh, given a, a big tap on the head now because of the amount of current going through there. The council say each time we repair, it's going to fall apart. So uh, that one, the Blacksmith Boat Ramp is going to be down uh, on Wednesday through to Saturday. So if you're planning to launch your boat, you might want to think of an alternate location. It, yep. Is 28 You can pick it up, I should imagine, on your phone. No. Can't you? What's that? The boat ramps. Mm-hmm. Go to the uh, <clears throat> transport web, web uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I'm sure <clears throat> type in Lake Macquarie, they'll find, they'll have a little gadgets there or a little, what do you call? I actually saw it. I couldn't find it, to be honest with you. Couldn't find yeah, it? Yeah, I... I looked around, even this morning before we came on air, I looked around at a couple of websites and, and couldn't find the Lake Macquarie closure. I, I saw it on Facebook. That's how come I knew that it was closing down. And I actually got it off uh, lakemac.com.au, um, being a local council clo- uh, clo- council closure. I don't know if the left hand's talking to the right, right hand. Of you. Yeah, well. There should be one place that you could go and get all those boat ramp closures. Maybe there is. Maybe Blakey knows. I, I, I thought transport marine. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. It may, maybe it is. I don't know. It just doesn't come up in a Google search very well. So okay, we will see. We will get to the Have bottom. You got a map for Lake Macquarie? Have I got a map for? Yeah, it? can we bring up a map for Lake Macquarie? I, I can. Uh, and I wonder whether that'll show us just where the alternative boat ramps are. 
Well, the, the, well, they've said where the alternatives are. Um, here, you've got the Swansea boat ramp at Thomas Murphy Reserve and uh, the uh, Pelican boat ramp as okay. well. So they're within bulls. I mean, it's not the end of the world. It's more I just don't want people fronting up at blacksmiths on, yeah, on well, Thursday going it's, it's closed. Yeah, the window, not summertime, yeah. so we haven't got yeah. a backlog of people. And it's restoration work. Stuff's got to get fixed, you know. It's, that's true. Yeah, and rather they fix it than not, <laughs> let's be honest. We'll take yeah, a break yeah. and we'll catch up with Ross O'Brien on the other side of this. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Premier Daniel Andrews confirmed the decision today saying the cost of hosting has blown out by billions of dollars. He said, I will not take money out of hospitals and schools in order to fund an event that is three times the cost as estimated and budgeted for last year. Talk tonight has Sydney talking. And I think that, you know, he's got a point because, I mean, you know, Australia, not just Victoria, but Australia is not a bottomless pit mm. of money. Australia is a very, very generous country and we give so much money overseas and stuff. But, I mean, we've got, you know, quite a few problems in our own backyard to look at, you know. Gary Stewart. Do you think the Commonwealth Games is that important? In the sporting world, probably not. But for Australian athletes, it's certainly a worthy thing. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. For ultimate braking performance on your off-road adventures, fit Bendix Ultimate Four-Wheel Drive Brake Pads. Their high-tech ceramic formulation provides low dust and noise while delivering high temperature stability and exceptional fade resistance. They also feature our mechanical retention system backing plate for improved pad attachment strength. Bendix Ultimate Four-Wheel Drive Brake Pads. Bendix, put your foot down with confidence. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Polaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the 3-seat Ranger Northstar and the 6-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris, think outside. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 27 minutes away from 5 o'clock at 5 o'clock. We'll update the Super Radio Network news for you. Time now to catch up with Ross O'Brien down in Kayama. How are you this morning, sir? 
Well, a lot warmer, mate. <laughs> well, Kieran reckons it was colder this morning. Yeah, no, My down word. here it's up to, well, down here, mate, it's up to 10.7. Yeah, well, see, I got it walked out, it was four and a half degrees. And when oh, I got oh, in here to Sydney, it was uh, just on eight. It's it. He had his gangster well, hoodie on when I came in. True. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm in the tropics then. Uh, I, I was waiting for him to start well, rapping. It's well, most unusual for you to be warm two days in a row. I know it's worrying me, mate. I, I would be worried on. if I was you. Yeah, and listen, now being Park, just over the hill, three point seven. Well, there you go. See, there's something yeah. wrong. You yeah, like so you've burnt all that electricity all night by keeping the lights on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Not much of a troublemaker, is he? No, mate, no. Well, well how long how long or how far away do you think it'll be before we'll get notices <clears throat> that you're only allowed to have one or two lights on in a house and maybe you can't have oh. your TV on between such and such an hour. Do you know um, you know those rem- you know those remote um and and app controlled electronic devices uh that you get for your house so that you can you know grab your phone and switch on your lights before you get home? Yeah. Have a read of the terms and conditions. You're giving the power to the electricity company to be able to switch it off when they like too. So there will be a there will be a stage where when electricity is running a little bit low, that they can just go in and go, okay, switch off everything bar the fridge in this house. <laughs> yeah, see, so here I am sitting, the hail's coming, and I've got my the insurance too, was too expensive, so I didn't insure the car. Boom, boom. And just to be clear, it's not that they do, it's that it is capable of doing that. So, yeah. Mm. You, you may not be far off the mark the there, Mr. Ricky. moment there's a thought there. There's always a, be a little bit of action somewhere along the line. You know what they say about the smoke? Somewhere there will be a fire. That's true. That's so, true. It's the way we're heading, mate. It's the way the world's heading. Yep. That's for sure. Yeah, anyway. well, it won't be long. They'll bury everyone standing up. Yeah, how did the room. how did the weather go down your way yesterday, Ross? Because uh, the thirty odd knots um, that we're expecting, or twenty five, on our waterways, just didn't seem to appear. No, same same, mate. Down here, there it um, it come up for a, about half an hour, and then it just back dropped and disappeared. Yeah, and so it was quite a nice day yesterday. Yeah, I, I sort of the soccer. It was quite nice, you know. I sort of felt guilty. I was looking out at pit water and looking at the water and watching sailboats doing about two knots in no wind and thinking to myself, Do I hope we didn't discourage anybody from you know, popping their boat in and, and heading out onto the waterways today because it looks pristine. No, you wouldn't have, mate. You know, most guys are pretty pretty uh, good. Um, you know, I, don't, I don't want to sound terrible, but a lot of the problems are, are inexperienced. On our waterways, mm. um, or maybe we need a stronger um, way of purchasing a license or something. I don't know, but it just seems a shame we seem to lose people in situations where they just shouldn't have been. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe we need more more people teaching. Um, maybe the licensing should be a bit tighter. Um, I don't know. I haven't got any answers, but every time I hear of someone going, it's uh, it's 
it's disheartening, you know. Yeah. We've got a great industry and it's sort of, you know, the, the sort of things where boats go on missing and all this sort of carry on are just making it harder and harder, more and more restrictions. be interesting so, to find out some of that data. I might chase that up and see if we can get some genuine data on... Um on that sort of thing. Yeah, I think you can on um, one of the state government sites. They've got, like, everything from car accidents right through, but I don't know how to find it. But uh, anyway. Insurance, company. insurance companies would know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they would. <laughs> but... Um, it doesn't look too bad at all down here. You know, at the moment, we've only got six knots from the west northwest, and that's not bad fishing, um, west northwest. Plenty of places, if it comes up, you can give me out of it. Um, Minamurra always, you know, always, always say Minamurra because there's always good fish there, and it's it's a comfortable place, and somewhere you can take the young tackers fishing, you know, with safety. Yeah. So um, always mention that. Um now we've got I've got what six six knots of gusts of seven, so um yeah, it does look good now when the when the big light comes up it might change. Uh keep an eye on it. But as for now, it sounds really good. Um and like I said yesterday there's plenty of fish around. The guys out in the sixties have been going well. Uh in a bit closer around the forty, they go well. And uh, right into um, the, the boneyard, mate, they're getting flathead. So the fish are all there. It's just a matter of being a bit patient, maybe, at times. Um, but you're going to get a good feed. Now, that goes right up to Bass Point. Bass Point, the kingies are there. There is big legal ones in amongst all the rats. you just got to persevere and, and you'll get some uh, decent-sized stuff. Um up there, they've been getting a lot of snapper on the southern side um, towards um, the farm and on, um, uh, help me, Grant, uh, what do we call well, it? I'm not going to say anything else, Grant, sorry. so I'm going to leave it to the Grant. The boneyard. No, the Brent, Brent boneyard. The boneyard along the edge of the boneyard there, that's quite good. Um, and in this swell, which is pretty well low, low at the moment, um, yeah, it's it's uh, quite safe along there as long as you use your mouth. Um, again, Bombo Beach um, is working. Flat Rock in your um, entrance to the harbour, it's working. And guys that were fishing the outside of the harbour um, not around the corner where the gantry is, mate, but along that front bit. They've been getting some good fish in behind the pool too. Um, and along the front, along the front down to um, Ger- Geroa. So there's some good fish around, mate. And guys are saying, what, what, you know, what, what bait do we need? They'll leave anything. <laughs> they really will, you know. They're eating plastic now, aren't they? They're trained to be plastic. But um, if you've if you got the opportunity, go to a place like the harbour and drop in a, a thin line with, with a bit of um, 
dough on it, a bit of bread dough, just put, take a loaf of bread and have a munch on it and mix it up in your mouth and hook it, hook it on the hook, drop down, you'll pick up some good live baits, only small stuff, yeah. but they're, they're good, they're good because um, the bigger fish do enjoy the smaller ones, it's just normally they're too quick, they get away from them. Once you're on a hook, while you're talking about bait, yeah, right. Yeah. I just rudely interrupt you for a moment. Yeah, mate. One of great uh, Grant's friends was fishing, and uh, he had on fresh worms. Yep. And got a tug on the line, right? Yep. And I thought, oh, beautiful. Sounds like a good fish. Pulled it yep. up, and there was a note on it. What else yep. do you have? <laughs> And Ross, I'm just going to mention, I'm just having a look at, uh, because the forecast did say that there is a 90% chance of rain. Um, The models, uh, Windy is saying around about uh, 1 o'clock today, some light, and we're talking really light uh, rain, and then as the afternoon progresses, it's going to uh, probably get up to about 3.3 mil an hour. So there is a bit of weather uh, coming our way rain-wise. Okay, that's on the whole coast? Or yeah, that's pretty work, much... Uh, it, way it's, up the coast? Yeah, it's sort of hanging off the coast, but it, there's going to be yeah. uh, areas where it's going to, you know, come inland, particularly uh, Sydney and the central coast, and from the central coast up to Tari all the way to Kempsey, a little bit off uh, Coffs Harbour. Down your way, um, it's sort of kicking in around about Huskisson, so you should get a little bit there in Kiama. Yeah. But a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes that brings the fish on too. The, you know, people say they go fishing in the rain, but I found when we were, uh, when I was chartered for all those years, if we did get a bit of rain, we usually got some nice fish. I thought so uh, too. Yeah, it's a bit, of a, problem, a bit of a problem when everyone's soaking wet and they don't look happy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but Roscoe, this is why you go, in a, go with a charter boat operator. That's right. You know, and, and and then you know because they've got all the gear, they've got that you know, and you're usually undercover. Like yeah. take your old boat, the Signa. You, yeah. you were always undercover. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think more important if you undercover, but, but right on the stern. I think the wa- the rain on the top of the water is like. Also, you know, when the when the wind velocity gets up around 12 to 15 knots, you start to get the curl, the little yeah. white caps. Yeah. I think I've always found that's a really good time to fish. I think the fish yeah. think they're camouflaged. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, could be, that could be true. I, I've caught a lot of fish, in, in, as you said, in um, just light downpours, you know, just. Yeah, uh, a heavy one every now and then, and then it backs off and just a dribble, and uh, fish seem to come to the surface looking for what all the fuss is about. I yeah, think. but um, uh, it's um, it's a lot of a lot of the fishing that we do outside is knowing the area, um, knowing where the reef comes up, when, which side you can fish easier than the other, where you're going to snag up more, all that sort of thing comes into it. Um, so when I use all these, um, you know, the boneyard and all this sort of thing, you still got to have a bit of mouse about you. Yeah. Um, and, and if you're not sure, ask the tackle stores. They're, you know, that's their job. They're happy to help you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but uh, if you don't ask, you'll never, never know, you know? True. So, um, particularly at the lake, you know, there's no need to go up and say to a guy, you're catching us. Just watch him for 10, 15 minutes and see what's going on. And then, you know, go up and have a talk and say, what bug are you using, mate? I can't seem to get it, you know? And I'm, the average bloke, you'll get some people that won't, they'll just grunt at you, but the average bloke will give you a hand. Yeah. You know, particularly around the Illawarra, the guys are quite good. Yep, there's an old saying just before I go, you're not fishing right if you don't use Ultrabite. <laughs> That's an additive, uh, Grant. Yeah. you're alive and well this morning, He's, eh, he's on fire. Roscoe, we're oh, going to leave it at that, my friend. Four barrels. <laughs> <laughs> Roscoe, we're going to fly. Yeah, mate. Look, thanks for that. I'll talk to you next week. But get amongst it, guys. It's definitely good fish around. That's for sure. Some good okay, advice bro. there from Ross O'Brien. It's 14 minutes away from five. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. Right, okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's uh, got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkeys. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hannon and Josh Morris. At Coates, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. <laughs> what is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coats or Bunnings Warehouse. Coats, equipped for anything. This is Bruno driving to the footy. Oh. And this is his cheap insurer reading the policy fine print. Clause 9D of your car insurance says you're not covered for thingamabobs. Thingamabobbed at claim time? Beware bargain insurance regret, Bruno. Choose Amy instead. Who pays out over 99% of motor claims? Amy does. Lucky. Acceptance rate for the 12 months up to 30 September 2022. Before buying insurance issued by Amy, read the TMD and PDS at amy.com.au and consider if it's right for you. This International Lipstick Day, Revlon is donating $2 from every super lustrous lipstick sold at Chemist Warehouse to look good, feel better. A foundation that helps women face cancer with confidence. For high impact and moisturising lips, buy Revlon Super Lustrous Lipstick, Australia's number one lipstick from Chemist Warehouse, and inspire confidence through the power of lipstick. Promotion ends 2nd of August 2023. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, 
Go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSupernetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is 10 minutes away from 5 here on High Tide. We'll be giving tickets away in the next hour of the program to the Sydney International Boat Show, which is on the 3rd of August through to the 6th of August. Lots to see and do there. It should be a, a fun time. But we need to get through this weekend, Kieran. We need to get some fish. Well, Bobby Dean will tell you, he, he rings around, gets a lot of updated information. Morning, Bob. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we this morning? Not Good. too bad. We we do know those that venture down to Yugambeen and Jindabyne will catch fish, but you will also catch a cold if you don't wear your clothes. Ah, uh, yeah, you'll freeze to death. Um, actually, Jindabyne's dropping and so does Santagra. Hmm. Um, but they're getting Gender fish. Mine's down to seventy six percent and dropping, and uh, Tantagra's down to thirty six and dropping. Yukonbeans at sixty three are pretty steady. So, but the fishing down there's been pretty good, yeah. Yeah, and all the lakes around Canberra, uh, the local lakes and that, they're all been producing fish as well. Been a good yeah. run of some big redfin. They tell me, Bob, when I was talking to them there, there, there yesterday. Yeah, that sounds tasty. Hmm. Mm. Probably one of the better freshwater eating fish, although Murray cod are pretty good too. Yep. It's um, been a long time since I caught one. Terrible <laughs> size. But uh, yeah, well, uh, Thompson Creek's fishing well. Uh, well yeah, I rang the Australian right. bass angler and I was talking to Cameron, and he said, Kieran. I I can't report much. He said well, he fished at St. Clair and fished all day and, and didn't get anything, but a couple of other blokes had a good run on the same day. Yeah, well, from what I understand, a lot of these lakes like that are stocked with bass in the winter. They tend to go deep. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's a bit of local knowledge, I suppose. Yeah, well, up there in the Nepia, just there at the Weir, the bass are still on the chew there. That's Even though you've got to put them back, but they'll catch them. It's something to do. And the cat's been a bit of a runner carp, he said, during the week as well. Uh, they're there 24-7. Yeah. And if yeah. there was another day, they'd be there on that day as well. Yeah, I actually got a bit of a report out of Fitzroy Falls too. There's been a few right. trout caught there. There used to be a fantastic fishery for Bravo trout. Um, the carp took over a bit, but I know they stocked it bass, so they've been doing that for a long time. So that'll be interesting. I'll have to get off my butt and go down there and have a fish in the spring. Yep. Um, well, we don't get uh, the change of ministers and the movement of, of staff uh, with fisheries now. They don't email us any updates of what they're doing anymore. So uh, I, I can't bring people up to uh, speed on what, what's happening with fisheries or where they st- their stocking programs or whatever else they're doing. I'll pick up what I've been picking up on Facebook. Although on their Fishmart website and their news cycle, they generally put it in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the latest. 
releases. Well, if they can't be bothered to tell me what's going on, I can't be bothered looking it up either. Yeah, well, fair enough. I've supported them for 35 years and... Yeah, well... Taking them from a hated situation to where everybody should respect them. Yeah. But obviously, as the new management moves along, they don't have any respect for high tide, so... Yeah, well, yeah. That's it. That's life, isn't it? Hey, listen, I noticed I was looking at the uh, the Afloat magazine, you know, the Afloat magazine? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, I mentioned it earlier, like about being at the boat show, having a look at the, getting involved in the industry. And I see Noakes has got an ad there that seeking apprentices, you know, to come and work in the industry, as, yep. in the yep. shipwright industry. Down there at Berry's Bay, so yeah, they was they're doing the same up in Queensland, you know, up yep. in the middle of the Caribbean and the Maritimes. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yep. And he's a good person to work for too. A very, very loyal employer. Who the Maritino uh, owner. His name escapes me at the moment, but he... Uh, Bill Barry Cotter. Bill Barry Cotter. Used to race offshore powerboats and I used worked, to ride with him. Yeah. So did Bobby Wonders. Yeah, well, you'd know that when uh, he had uh, his, his former company... What was his previous boat that he was building before that? Riviera. Riviera. Very good. Right. And he part of the deal of selling that was that uh, the staff that were with him needed to be looked after. That was in the contract. <laughs> Including Kieran. And Bobby Wonders. Yeah. The old mate Bobby Wonders. Bill Barry Cotter. Very good racer, too. Very competitive guy. <laughs> we took on the, what's his name, the pink boat, uh, and he was a hairdresser on the Gold Coast. Oh, yes. Um, oh, what was his name? Uh, oh. Not Aaron. Uh, God. Can't think of his name. But I tell you, we went for a ride from uh, Sydney Harbour up to the Hawkesbury. It was a really rough day, about three, four metres, you know, and we never sat down once. We just skipped right over the top of all the waves. Absolutely flying. But when you sit in it, it's like in a capsule that you're going overseas. Stefan. Yeah, that's him, Stefan. Yeah. Yeah. Or Stefan, as you may say. Stefan. (laughs) Anyhow, back to fishing. Yeah, anyway, I forgot to mention yesterday, there's quite a few whitey in the Georgia system. Right. Like Ardo's, the moons. But they're not as big as normally this time of year. They're sort of 30 to 34. Okay. Where in previous years, a lot of the fish were running 40, 40 plus, you know. Are they on worms or prawns? Worms. Worms. Okay. Bobby, we have to leave it at that, I'm afraid. We are plumb out of time. Kieran's fault. Kieran's fault. Bobby, having a sook. Hi, gentlemen. I'll catch you next week. Bye. Bobby Dean there. I got oh. blamed for not being able to work out what white pointers were. What's his name, that bloke from 2HD? <laughs> Tony. Oh, my goodness. What's the difference between six and nine? Which way are you going to stand him? I will tell you during the break and we'll get the phone numbers right. <laughs> He's made one mistake this year and I'm into him. It's time for the news.